Hey there, Crosswinds family and friends. Welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction in what we hope will be a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the host of the podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. I give a shout out to Elijah Merrill, our producer, and Selden Boyce, our assistant producer. And uh, Elijah's doing double duty today. He's actually uh, part of, he was here for last podcast. Actually, he's been a part of all four of these things as we've been looking at the strategy here at, at Crosswinds. And so, Elijah, thank you for joining us again. It's always an honor. Thank you. And then Aaron uh, was a part of the last podcast when we looked at the word become. Uh, now we're going to look at the word bless. And Aaron, thank you so much. She's the, one of the directors here at our kids ministry. And so thank you so much for joining us for this podcast again. It's great to be here. And so we're going to jump in. Let me bring you up to speed. I shared uh, I shared at the beginning of every one of these, so if you're just picking up the podcast new, um, there's common language that we use here at Crosswinds, and uh, every church uh, basically shares the same mission, but for us, uh, we word it this way. We, we exist to know God and make Him known. Uh, and part of that is, is meeting uh, kids, students, adults, wherever they are on their spiritual journey, and helping them to take their next step with God. And our overall strategy uh, is made up of three R words and four B words. Uh, we want to reach people with the love and message of Jesus Christ so that they will believe, uh, enter into that relationship with Jesus Christ, and then raise them up so they understand what it means to, to belong to Christ in his church, as well as become the person that God's created them to be. And then we want to release them to bless others. And that's the word we're going to look at this week, that word bless. And blessed simply means that God has done such an amazing work in us, and he's continuing uh, through his workings uh, to do good things in our life. It doesn't mean all the circumstances of life are easy or, or, or that we're in a, a easy time in life. It just simply means he is with us, and we have the hope uh, of uh, the sure hope of the fact that when Christ returns, we'll spend eternity with him in paradise. So what do we do with this blessing of a message? What do we do with this blessing of a life? Well, he's blessed us to bless others. In fact, uh, we end every single podcast uh, with, you know, be blessed and bless others. Why? Because I believe that really sums up uh, what we do with what God has done for us. I think of Paul's words in the book of Romans uh, when he's spent 11 chapters talking about what it means to be in relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And then he says in Romans 12, 1, in view of God's mercies, present your body as a living sacrifice to the Lord, which is a spiritual act of worship. And, and what does he mean by it? He said, give God everything. You know, what, you, what, what do you give God who's done all this for you? Not out of obligation, but out of love. Give him yourself. Let him use you. And that's why the second verse says, you know, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and you'll be able to know what God's will is for your life. That's Romans 12, 2. And and why are those two so closely together? Because what we've been talking about here is the transforming of God in our life from, from when we come to know him and believe uh, to where we start to grow and understand, man, we really belong to God's family, and what's that look like, and uh, what does it mean to be a disciple? And now all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm growing. And by the way, none of these things are, are somewhat sequenced in the this, in this, in this case that it really uh, becoming a part of God's family happens when we believe. But all these other three, by the way, the idea of learning what it means to belong to to uh, to Christ and his family and, and what it means to what God wants to do in and through us to become the person he's created us to be and is blessed, all those things can happen at the same time. In other words, you don't have to wait 
until you have it all together as a Christian in order to bless others. Because if you wait until then, it'll be too late. Uh, Christ finishes the work when he returns. And so in our life, we'll never hit that objective. In fact, Paul himself said, not that I've already obtained it, but pressing on to, to reach the prize. And what did he mean? He means, man, I'm, I'm growing in Christ and I'm sharing Christ. I'm, I'm, I'm growing in my knowing of God and I'm making him known. And so that's what we want to talk about when we talk about blessing. And blessing isn't just in our words, but it is our words. It's also in our deeds. It's the way we love people. We want to love people in the kingdom as well. But here's the reality Love without words isn't loving, and words without love is useless. And so the, the two have to be married together. And so I want to talk about a little bit as far as the ministry of Crosswinds, our own life, and, uh, and sort of uh, how we can encourage each other to these things and, and, and admit some of the challenges, maybe even, in, in sharing Christ with others. And so, Elijah, I'm going to pick on you first. Uh, talk to me a little bit about your journey of, of learning what it means to, to, to be blessed and be a blessing. Yeah. <clears throat> um. You know, I, I I said this in the past in the last podcast, but I you know I was I was blessed to be able to um, have a position on staff at Crosswinds at a young age and um, to be able to have those people. Elijah is a child prodigy, by the I way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a child. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, just blessed to be able to have that opportunity and um, you know to be able to grow with with the members of staff and. Um, but I think one of the things that um, just really started to happen in my life after working here was, you know, I'll be honest, like when I accepted the job, I didn't know um, I was I had no previous full time ministry experience. You know what I mean? Like that's not, you know, that I was baptism by fire almost a little bit <laughs> in that sense. But um, something that I was that I caught on to really quickly was just the whole idea of you know we are that you just keep saying it that we are blessed to bless others and i think that's a whole that's that's like you know we exist to you know to know god and make him known and as and we 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 strive and our dna for that to be in everything that we do in all of our ministries and everything and so over the years of working here like it's just it's become evident to me how just how vital and how important that is and like in in the different ways to do it. And so there's two parts to that. One is I um I I genuinely think that I I am a fixer by nature and I'm the type of person that wants to if there's an opportunity to be involved or to help I want to do it. You know, that's just the type of person that I am and I think that way, almost to a fault at times, I, I I have caught myself saying yes to too many things and trying to trying to be involved in too many things at once. But um, I think that there's 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 okay there's there's two things I think I'd say there's we there's so many different ways to to be a blessing with the things that you've been blessed with that you. You can't do all of them. You know what I mean? And I think it took me a while to learn that lesson. And so recently, I think the Lord has been showing me like, hey, I've blessed you maybe in, in these three main areas. I want you to pursue these things and I want you to to do these things. And I have and trust the Lord has people in place to do the other things right. As soon as I start thinking I have to do them and I'm putting God in a box and I'm 
taking some of that responsibility on myself, which is not what we're supposed to do. And so I, um, I think recently just some, some core things that, that I'm involved in that I, that I absolutely love is I'm a leader at Celebrate Recovery. Um, I always plug CR when I can, um, you know, CR and the ministries there and the relationships there have changed my life forever. And, um, that's one of those things that once, once you have an experience like that, where you've been blessed so immensely and your life has been changed, at least for me, I can't help but not, I can't help but want to be involved in that and to turn that back and give it and to Celebrate others, Recovery you know? is a ministry to help people work through their hurts, habits, and hangups. Yep. And, you know, uh, if you heard the last podcast, if you didn't, I'd, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to it. But I said it basically is for anybody. Because mm-hmm. we all uh, have hurts, habits, and hang-ups that we need to work through. And it's a ministry just gauged at uh, focused, if you will, uh, for that. So go ahead. Yeah. And um, so it's it really just it changed my life and helped me look at how to how to have healthy relationships and how to how to live honestly and how to how to value the just honestly my relationship with my savior, you know, mm-hmm. and I think being raised in a Christian home, I was raised to know who Jesus was. And then when it started to become real for me, I really started to put value toward, to that relationship, you know? And so that's, that's one of them. Um, a, another one, again, a thing that has changed my life is I'm a leader at student ministry and, um, Student. I grew up through the student ministry at Crosswinds. I started attending when I was in sixth grade. That's when you can start in middle school. And um, I You've never left. I've <laughs> never left. No, I. You know, it's funny because uh, our we just um, at the time of recording, our family pastor Brian Solers moving on to different things, and um, we were joking with him. I said, you know, I think I've been attending student ministry longer than you have, because I was there just a little bit before he was. Before you, you know? got there. That's interesting. Um, but um, yeah, student ministry and the leaders there and the mentors that I had at such, man, such key points in my life, especially when I was going through high school and starting to, life was becoming faster and things were, you know, becoming more intense for me. And um, just to be able to have a place that I could go to one night a week for a couple hours and know that there's people there, even if I wasn't processing it this way at the time, you know, but just to know that I was going there, that there was someone, a group of people that loved me, that wanted to pour into me and didn't care what I brought to the table and were there for me. And that was huge as a student. And so I, um, as soon as I had the opportunity to, I started serving and um, haven't stopped since. And so um, I've had the the privilege to serve there for, uh, you know, gosh, almost nine years now, but... Um, yeah, that's like, that's two, two primary things that, you know, and then there's been, I think there's been like other one-off things in the past, but those are two things that the Lord has said, I want you to put your focus and your time and sure. your energy into these things for this season, you know? Sure. But, and you said something I just want to circle back to, because I think it's so important that people, people hear, and that is that, you know, we can't do everything, but let's let the fact that we can't do everything not keep us from doing the thing mm-hmm. we can do. And I think that can it, it can get so overwhelming um, that that sometimes we can say, well, man, I can't do everything, so I'm just not going to do anything. And it's like, you know, no, no, that's okay. No one can do everything. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't try to do everything. But don't let that keep you from the, the one thing or the two things or the few things that you can do that can make a big difference. And sometimes those things that make a big difference don't seem big, um, but they, they are. You know, I can look back and see little things that people probably thought were little things, let me put it that way. 
as they poured into my life that later were huge things. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it, they all add up to who I am today in Christ. And so I'm thankful for the people who di- weren't so overwhelmed with the everything they didn't do the mm-hmm. something. Yeah, 100%. How about you, Aaron, as far as this idea of blessed to be a blessing and, you know, and you know, you see it in, in your personal life, I'm sure, but also, you know, in the ministry, you lead to, you know, one of the directors here in kids ministry. And, uh, you know, I plugged it last week. I'll do it again. It's an amazing ministry here at the church, too, um, where we're, uh, our children here are not the church of tomorrow. They're the church today. Uh, they're, they're, they're serving. They're learning. They're growing. They're blessing others. And so for your own life and for them, you know, share a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel so blessed to be able to have a job that combines my love for God and my love for kids. Um, as I've shared before, too, in another podcast, um, I always knew that I wanted to work with kids. Um, but my kind of my education, my career path took a, a different turn in the beginning. And I ended up with a degree in education and taught for a few years before um, becoming a mom. And that became my vocation for the next several years, staying at home with my kids. And uh, when I got to that point, when my youngest was uh, ready to start school and realizing that I was ready to get back into um, the work world and wanting to uh, realize that I had something to contribute to the world. Um, But it was hard for me to um, think about that because it had been so long since I'd been really kind of outside, you know, the walls of our home, really. <laughs> um, and again, too, I know I showed this before, but my oldest daughter was the one who um, initially told me about um, a position that had opened at Crosswinds for um, within kids ministry at the time, too. And I thought, oh, can I do that? You know, I don't know. I don't have a degree in ministry either, you know, Um, but I do have, you know, a passion for kids and I do have, you know, a background in education. So we'll see what happens. Right. Um, And gee, that was four and a half years ago. You got to come on right before the COVID shutdown and everything. That was Um, a little while before that. Yeah. Well, when I first came on, um, to the kids ministry team. This was a couple years before right. um, COVID. So um, over the course of... But you became the director, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Within, I think, about a year and a half of me being on staff, yeah. um, I took the position as director, which was, yeah, right before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, fun stuff, right? You know, um, but it, it's just been really cool to see... Um, God's hand in leading me um, to the position at Crosswinds and leading me through just, again, this new territory for all of us, having gone through closure and reopening and, you know, redoing things, you know. Um, So it's just, it's been such an amazing experience to be able to, like I said, combine two loves that I have. Um, One thing that I do love about kids, and this was something that I had always loved too as a teacher as well, was just um, the eagerness that kids have. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And I think, um, and I may be a little biased too, (laughs) but I feel like kids are 
probably the most eager to serve. They want to help. They want to um, do things for others. And um, I love that I can help them um, understand that they they have a part in that. And um, and I think I shared before too in another podcast, but um, one of the things that we do in kids ministry is we help to kind of develop um, our kids that attend so that by the time they finish their, t- their time in kids ministry at the end of fifth grade, um, they are ready to sign up and find a place to serve. Um, we invite them to come back um, to kids ministry and serve, and they have a number of different areas. So, you know, uh, for different strengths, different gifts that they have, you know, whether they want to do tech or they want to dance or um, help in a classroom or whatever the case may be. Um I'd say, you know, we have a really high percentage rate of kids that are graduating out of kids ministry that are signing up and say, I want to, I want to help other kids the way I've been helped. So um, it's just really cool because it is this kind of cycle. So, you know, we're, we have the privilege of blessing kids and then they're able to bless others in turn. Yeah. That, that, that culture of being blessed to bless others is, is certainly here and it's alive and well, you know, and I, I think about, you know, one of the things I, I pray over our church family daily is, you know, that we would be everyday missionaries in everyday mission field, uh, the places where we live, where we work, where we go to school, where we play, you know, and, uh, you know, the reality of it is sometimes I think we can be so overwhelmed with this idea of, of blessing others or sharing the love of Christ with others. Um, and sometimes it needs to be intentional. You know, sometimes it's it's getting to know your neighbor. It's it's getting to know your colleague at work. It's getting to know your schoolmate. Um, and you know, and some of that's stepping outside your comfort zone. It's being willing to ask questions. Being willing to invite them. You know, there's a stat out there that says almost ninety percent of people would come to church if they were just invited by someone they knew. Well, man, if that doesn't get us wanting to invite people, we need to really question where our heart is. You know, um, because that that's a pretty amazing stat. Uh, in a culture right now that, that most people would say seems to be so far from Christ, that, that 80% of people, you know, it's like 80, almost 90%, like I said, it's a high 80s, would, would say, no, I would check out church if someone invited me. And so that's a pretty easy, uh, low-hanging fruit, right? Hey, do you want to go to church with me this weekend? And uh, But so many times, it's it's not even that, right? It's It's just looking at the situations we encounter on a daily basis, like even going through a a line at 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 a you know a grocery store and just just not being a jerk, you know and you know I, I love asking the question how are people treating you I, I say it to almost every clerk who ever waits on me how are people treating you today and you know uh, I even ask the coffee shop workers out here at the church we have a coffee shop here at Crosswinds and when I come out I say how do people treat you this morning they always say good which is good I, I would be surprised if the people here didn't but um, but you know it, it's just a simple way of just engaging, you know, in, in a few seconds. You go, well, how long are you there with the clerk? Well, it's all according to how many groceries you're buying. But, you know, it's, it's a few minutes, but you don't know what that few minutes could do and make a, a difference in someone's life. And, you know, there's been some times where, you know, there's enough groceries where we've had a significant little conversation. You know, we're like, you know, it's been a tough day or whatever. All right. Do you mind if I pray for you? And you say, you pray for them right in the line? No, no, I don't because they have people behind them. I said, but they know I'm going to, you know, and typically as I'm wheeling out to the car, I'll be praying for them. Um, you know, I say this, and I, every time I say it, I sort of 
I want to catch myself because I, I, I know someday I may not be able to say this, but I've never had anyone turn down prayer. I really haven't. Now, whether it's right there or not, not all the time, right? Sometimes it's, just, you know, like that, I'll pray later. But no one's ever said, don't pray for me. Um, I've had people who don't believe in God who say, well, prayer can't hurt, you know, and so they still let me pray. But I, as soon as I say that, at some point, I'm sure someone's going to say, no, don't pray, or one of my friends who's listening to this is going to do that to me, and I won't be able to say that anymore. But the reality of it is, you know, there's this little stuff that we can do that makes a big difference in, in the blessings that God's given us, you know, and um, you, you just never know, like I said, where those conversations can take you and, and, and how those conversations um, can open up really amazing doorways, you know, uh, you know, you're sitting there getting your hair cut and, and all of a sudden, you know, you start to have a conversation, you know, where I go, I go to the same place when I go, uh, I have less hair than I did. So it doesn't take as long to get it cut. But, but when I go, you know, we're, we're, they know, they know, um, I'm a pastor and, um, you know, a place that goes pretty cool, pretty wild. And, uh, there's times where, where they'll joke and say, you do realize he's a pastor, you know? And I'm like, why did he say that? Now the conversation is not going to be real. But, but in all seriousness, you know, we get to sit and talk and, you know, all those places, right? I mean, I'm not, and understand this, I'm not trying to God talk. I'm not forcing the conversation. I'm not trying to do weird stuff and saying, Hey, thank you for serving me. By the way, God serves me. And that's okay. If that's your thing, this is not my thing. Um, so I should watch how I say that. But for me, it's just simply in the, in the root of a conversation, something will come up. I remember one time a guy next to me who was cutting someone else's hair was talking about a situation with his daughter who was in Vermont or somewhere. Uh, I think New Hampshire actually. And, um, you know, he was going to go see her and hadn't seen her in a while. You know, him and his wife were separated and, you know, there was a snowstorm coming and uh, he's not sure, am I going to be able to get out type of thing? I said, man, let me, let me, do you mind if I pray about that? And he said, no. And, And then he bowed his head. I mean, it was like in the, right there, and I thought, oh, my goodness. And so I wasn't ready. I was like, oh, okay. And so I prayed. You know, the person got my hair stopped for a minute. And I remember it was, it was a while later that I came back in to get my hair cut. And he said, hey, you know, I was able to get home. You know, thanks for praying. And I'm not too my own horn. That's just God opens doors when you let them. You know, when, when, you, when, you, when you don't get in the way, he opens doors. And I don't, I don't think I'm necessarily the most gifted person. At, a, at, at that type of evangelism, I, I, you know, I have friends who who are able to turn every conversation to Jesus, and it seems so natural. Um, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm uh, nearly as good as they are at that, but it's amazing how God uses the willing and in, in, in those conversations. And every every single week, I remind our church family when I'm preaching, you know, we gather, but we gather to scatter, and we scatter throughout this region. And uh, where we go, um, God is 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 waiting uh, for us to join Him at the work of ministering to the people around us. And you know, when we've been blessed, sort of going back to where we started with Romans twelve one. You know, when we understand what it means to have this relationship with God, that that means in the midst of all circumstances, which all circumstances aren't easy. As a matter of fact, in this life, very few are. Um, but in the midst of that, to realize His presence, His power, His you know. His workings in us and through us, you know, how, how do we not allow that to just burst out of us into the lives of those, um, whether it be the children we minister to, the teens we minister to, the adults? Um, and, and I just, I, I am so blessed, I think the three of us would echo this, so blessed to be a part of a church where we don't just talk about these things, we believe them. You know, when we talk about reaching people with the love and message of Jesus Christ, that they'll believe, and as they come into that relationship with God, Raising them up into what it means to uh, belong to Christ and, and His church and become the person that God's created to be in Christ Jesus, and then releasing them 
uh, to bless others with the blessings they've, they've, that God's poured into our life. We, we don't expect him to do that alone. We do it together. We encourage each other. We, we share our victories and share the awkward moments in those conversations. We, we talk about the things that are, that, you know, sometimes the Lord just opens a wide open door. We walk through it. Other times, you know, it's, I, I talk all the time. Family sometimes is the most difficult group to ever share Christ with. And, you know, how do we do that? And when we come around uh, holidays and so forth, we're praying for each other. You know, they're going to be around people who they want to see, you know, enter in that relationship with Christ, but are antagonistic. And and so we pray for each other. And and all that to say this, that that we as Crosswinds are here as we enter into this this new year, you know, still freshly into it, for each other. And so whether you have uh, children, if you do, then, then Aaron, I know, would love, and her team would love to talk to you about how to, how to connect with them and, and, and this whole process of, of believing and, and belonging and becoming and blessing. You know, Elijah's up there in a, in a student ministry and a celebrate recovery, and, you know, uh, any of us would love to talk to you. We can talk about small groups. We can talk to you about small circles. There's just a number of things. We don't do everything. We limit what we do, and we limit it because we want people to, to come to know Christ and grow in Christ, but then we want you out there. We're not a church where we believe you should be here every night because then how are you going to reach your neighbor? How are you going to reach your coworker? How are you going to meet your – how are you going to be able to reach your, your schoolmate? I mean, we want, we, want, we want the church to be the church, and, and this campus isn't a church. We're the church. And so if you're part of Crosswinds, you know that. You hear it every week. You're, you're living it. And it's an honor to be a part of that with you. And if you're, if you're new to Crosswinds, and, then you're learning those things about us. But we just believe we are the church. And when people ask, where is God, uh, you know, the, the real question is, if we're there, God's on the scene because he, he uses his church to share his love and message with everybody. And, you know, I just want to thank you again, Aaron, for being here and uh, being a part of these last two podcasts. And, and Elijah, as you've been through all, being here for all four of them. But I just want to say to all of you out there, it is just such a privilege. Uh, I keep saying that, but it's so true to be a part of what God is doing in and through Crosswinds. If you know more about us, uh, you can go to crosswinds.church. You can learn about this podcast, about our church. You can reach out to us. If you're here on our campus on the weekend, we have a whole information center that you can go up to. Let us know who you are and how we can help you on your journey. Again, you know, we're here to know God and make him known and meet people exactly where they're at in their journey, right where they're at, and help them take their next step with God. And so... Uh, for now, uh, you know, I can't wait to continue our podcast journey together over this next year. But for now, I just want you to know that that if, uh, if you need us, we're here. Reach out to us. But here you go. Be blessed and bless others. <music>